Thank you for listening to the Spare Change Podcast. Finance knows no limits. Today I discuss all things rental versus buying homes. Hello and welcome to the Spare Change Podcast. Today I'll be going over rent versus buy in the housing market and my personal experiences. Some of the things that I've seen that can possibly help make the decision easier. So just starting off, my personal experience with renting, I definitely have rented less than I've owned um, in, in kind of a indirect way. My family owned the house that we were living in when I was growing up and eventually it was sold, but a majority of the folks in my family are home buyers and they made it pretty clear to me when I was growing up that a house that I'm renting is not going to provide the same return if I was to leave. I can't sell the place that I'm renting. Um, so that was that was one of the key factors in uh, decision for me when I was looking at whether I wanted to rent or buy a place that I was going to live in. Um, and then some of the other factors, like when I left home, I was mostly looking for places to stay where I didn't have to buy into it. So I left it. I want to say right around the time I turned 18 and at that point I didn't really have money or like a consistent job. So a lot of what I was getting into was I would work and do things around the houses that I was staying in. Um, so that's, that's kind of, the background that I had before I started using my own money. Um, then from joining the military forward, most of your housing expenses are paid into your income. So if you're living in provided housing via the military, then your income is already allotted to that. So you're not spending extra money in what's titled as your base pay. Um, it's just automatically taken out so that you'll like not be behind on a payment or there's not an issue with the standard of living beyond what's deemed reasonably acceptable. Um, Beyond that point, I did end up moving away from the housing that was already provided. And I bought my own home in 2021, right around this time. So August time of year. My experience with home buying, I've said this before, but it was it was literally the first home that we looked at with our realtor that I ended up making an offer on 
and my wife and I ended up buying the first home that we looked at and it was accepted on the first offer. So as far as negotiation in the purchase of the home, that wasn't so much the issue for us, but when we got to North Carolina, my wife and I, we had looked at homes to rent and a lot of the rental properties that we looked at were actually higher cost um, than the house that we're paying a mortgage on, the house that we own. So one, one of the other factors is like the cost. So even before you get to the point where you move out and you're not getting a return on a rental property, some rental properties end up costing you more over time in just your flat monthly rates than the property that you would be paying for if you owned it. And that was a huge concern to me. I didn't want to get myself into a situation where I was paying more than necessary for essentially lesser value on the back end. Um, one of the things that I always consider when thinking about where I want to live is how long am I going to be here? So for me, I knew that I was going to be in North Carolina for at least two years, just based on the premise of being military. And then beyond getting out, my wife and I didn't want to go back to Florida. So I figured I'd be here longer just by the nature of not wanting to move and have my wife get a new job and move and have to adjust maybe not just the standard of living, but the way of life that I was accustomed to based on the circumstances that I've already discussed, whether it's like there are jobs here and there's work here or just wants and needs um i think having stability was a huge part of it as well so just speaking from a standpoint of not wanting to feel completely lost and having to start over when i left the military i definitely thought at least a huge part of it for me was when I leave the military, I have to have a place to live. And if we're not moving back down to where we lived before, why not start in the area? So that's kind of where my headspace was at. I wanted some stability. Um, and I wanted to... be able to live without worrying about a change in the the amount that I was going to pay. Um, and, and my wife and I both have had experience with increase in the cost of the rental that we've lived in before. So my wife rented an apartment in Florida and her rental, um, like the monthly cost would go up based on 
the landlord tenant relationship if the landlord felt that there was more value there then the rent would change sometimes and um i'm not like fully versed on that because my rental costs were fixed for the most part but it was also automatic withdrawals for me so i didn't i didn't experience too much of the rental side a lot of my living arrangements were paid for outside of you know the money that i would typically see so for tax purposes it's it's another huge aspect to it i know that there is a tax law that's in process which would allow first time home buyers to receive a tax deduction um, based on the value of the property up to a certain amount. I can't speak in great detail, but I, I know that it's a thing that's been in the works for a while. So beyond, beyond stability, um, tax benefit, and the ability to receive like a return on the investment that you put into the property um there there's also such a personal aspect to home ownership um myself personally we don't live in an hoa so there's a lot less restrictive um aspects to how i can manage my own property and how i can um Whatever I want to do with my property is within my scope of um, decision making. That's not necessarily the case with the rental property. I know in properties that my wife and I have lived in, the paint scheme couldn't be adjusted. If you wanted to paint walls, uh, it had to be specific colors. And if you wanted to, for instance, have pets, it would be additional fees and charges. I mean, we have two cats and two dogs. These are these are all considerations that went into the rent versus buy discussion with my wife and I. Um, so I've I've talked my perspective and why I went for the home buying route. Um, as far as benefits of a rental, if you're not looking to live in the same area for an extended amount of time. If you're looking to travel more and worry less about, oh, I have to be here in this location because this is where my job is. Um, you're looking more for a flexible approach and you want to be more mobile. Uh, I know for a fact that a lot more people nowadays are living um, a more minimalist kind of, you know, having a smaller footprint and being able to pack up and move to different locations or travel more. So that's a benefit to a rental. Um, of course, there's lease agreements associated. So you can't necessarily just exit your lease and disappear, but there, there's an aspect to it where you're not locked in for as long as a, a, a time period as you would be in home buying and more uh traditional and like 
the the more I'm not sure how to word it, but if you're if you're looking for something that's a little different, so say you wanted to have a tiny home and you wanted to rent land somewhere, rentals might be beneficial for you in that sense. Um, I know a lot of people are leaning towards van life, so renting like park spaces or like renting a lot for your recreational vehicle or um, a mobile home type deal could be beneficial and you're just renting the space and then you can leave if that decision comes about. It can also be a great way to build credit if you're looking to buy a home in the future so if you're if you're building your credit history, you can do so through your rental payments and you can add those. Um, I know Experian Boost does a great thing for people who are making steady payments, uh, whether it be your monthly rent or like your phone bill, you can have those things added to your credit report and it can only boost your score. Um, I don't have full details on the program, but I'll definitely link some things below. Another aspect to renting, uh, if you're if you're trying to save money for a down payment um, and your rental costs can be lowered by having roommates. I know a lot of folks, uh, my wife included, myself included, who have lived with roommates in order to cut down on cost of living. Um, Overall, it can reduce the cost of a mortgage as well. If you bring someone on and they're paying rent to live in a space that you already have, it can kind of cut down on some of the costs that you've had in the past. And it can help you build that nest egg for a down payment on a home or a down payment on a recreational vehicle. Those, those kinds of things are definitely a considerable factor when you're thinking more on the rental side. Um, for the most part, those are, those are the biggest concerns that I could think about as far as rental versus uh, buying a house. I think we're entering a very unique um, time in real estate and the housing market. We, I discussed this before, um on my last episode but the u.s housing market has protections where no matter what you know that the property is going to be built so if you purchase property it's locked in and constructed um unless you know of course you're you're building your own home but at that point uh the payment structure I don't think would be exactly the same, but there are more protections in the U S housing market. Um, I've definitely had questions and concerns brought up based on the situation in China where you would have real estate lenders or real estate um, companies and firms promising land and developments and then not breaking 
the construction site and not building anything, but continuing to use the proceeds from other land sales and real estate investments to acquire more land to just keep building and building and building. And eventually when that growth slowed, um, it, it folded in kind of like any other pyramid scheme or um, just like the idea that there was no actual product being created for a lot of people. And now those same people are threatening to withhold mortgage payments. And um, in, in China, the situation is becoming more and more drastic over time. So I know it was very concerning for people who are looking at investing in real estate here to think, well, what would stop that from happening to us? And there are protections in place. So I definitely wanted to highlight that. Um, being apprehensive about buying is understandable, especially in today's market. There's a lot that can be said for um, the, the increase in cost of living over time. But slowed growth has not been significant enough in the housing market here to indicate that there's more risk than reward in investing. Uh, at least from my perspective, I think there's a huge opportunity for real estate investors and first-time home buyers to at least build equity and value in a new asset class that they're not used to. And I think that's a huge advantage over rentals. Um, if you're if you're paying into a rental, like I said, that return on investment might not be the same as what you'd expect, um, unless it's a rent to own situation. I know that's something a lot of people that I've talked to have done before, um, but that's also a larger time commitment than most people who are renting would like, anyways. And even day to day, we're seeing new things like Airbnb wasn't a thing for a while. And now Airbnb is one of the biggest ways to build profitability in uh, not just real estate, but experiences um, and, and having like tourist destinations are known for doing airbnb experiences and tourism there's also the idea that an airbnb could be either a mansion a log cap it could be anything so i'm sure there's rules and stipulations but we're not going to dive too deep into that because i don't i don't have the knowledge or background to uh, speak fully on Airbnbs. I just know that it's it's competitive against the hotel market, and um, it's definitely interesting to see the way that um, investors are using those properties to build passive income. I think it's important to understand that. Uh, not every real estate investment is the same. This is mostly a discussion on home buying, but I definitely intend to learn more and more about real estate over time. 
hopefully the discussions that I'm having on real estate are able to benefit other people. If you have other questions in regards to this discussion um, or any other topics that you'd like to hear in the real estate world, uh, whether it's rental versus uh, buying, or it is a discussion on how to leverage income and invest in real estate, I'm definitely interested in those topics. So I'd love to hear what everyone else thinks. Other than that, I hope this was beneficial and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Spare Change Podcast. Please follow, share, and remember, finance knows no limits.